0: today this is big mama and boo mama coming to you live one of us from From the road (laughs) on the way to nashville because we're mobile
1: we are mobile and i'm i really am i'm in the car big mama is still at her um residence
0: Mm -hmm. but i
1: am in the car on the interstate
0: yep because we are fancy and we have really figured out this whole podcast thing
1: and computers we figured out computers Mm -hmm.
0: because here you know they're the wave of the future
1: they really are. They have taken off like lightning. Uh-huh. Who would have thought? No, no. I never So anyway, dreamt. this is our our attempt to um to redo what was, uh, can only be called a badly bungled attempt <laughs> yesterday. We
0: usually like to have you know, if we turned out the first podcast, I don't think anybody would ever ask for another one. It usually takes us two attempts to get it right.
1: It, it does. We never we've never used the first effort. I don't think. No, mm-mm. but we
0: pretty much, after listening last night, we wanted to talk a little bit about fall TV because we figured that is a pressing issue on everyone's mind. But anyway, Sophie listened to it last night, and her email to me said something along the lines of, it pretty much just involved me rambling on and on about TV while she said, I don't really watch that. I don't, I don't watch one-hour dramas. I don't watch one-hour shows. <laughs> and
1: we made the mistake, and here's a tip, anybody who ever decides they want to do a podcast, Never approach anything on a day-by-day basis because <laughs> <laughs> if you try to talk about anything, because we, we started off on Monday nights, and when I was listening last night, I thought, oh, dear heavens, will we ever get back to Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> because it really was. It was Melanie sounding so informed and enthusiastic about me, about television, and I just kept saying, you know, I don't really like an hour-long drama. Yeah, you know, I really just sort of watch the Food Network. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. Well, and you know, that makes me proud to know that I can sound that informed about television because that's really something important to sound informed about. If you're going to pick anything, you know, economics, presidential politics, anything like that. But I find that television is really the most important thing to be educated on.
1: Well, yeah, that's Caroline's legacy. That's
0: her well, heritage. That's exactly right. And I'm just trying to pass that on to her. So, because in well, today, I think, I think, ABC tomorrow.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. um So anyway, we decided. I, uh, well, and this was after some late night emailing and and talking this morning. We decided that we would see if we could stretch our technological reach and do this podcast. While I was driving um, to Nashville, and um, so there you have it. And here we are. And I'm I'm being very safe, just so everybody knows. I'm being very safe.
0: Yes, that's very important. Anyway, we were going
1: to answer a couple of questions. Of course, I cannot contribute to this. No. Well, I guess I could. I guess I could open up my email. If y'all wouldn't mind if <laughs> I um, reached over and got my computer and yeah. turned it on and pulled up my email while I'm on the interstate going about 75 miles an hour.
0: That probably wouldn't really be for the best, I'm thinking. No. Well, I think that's an I'm or- that's an O'Reilly episode waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh it is. Okay, here's a question that I saw last time that came up from last time and this is from Brenda at Rocks Cry Out. And yes, Brenda,
1: formerly of Rocking Tears and Rainbows, but now she's at Rocks Cry Out. That's
0: right, that's right. So Brenda, she had asked who came up with our podcast theme music because you know, it's a very, it's very serious very important music which mm-hmm. is the proper, you know, conveys the proper image for the podcast. Um, and I think that's kind of a funny story about how we did the music. You think it's a funny story about how we picked the music? Yeah, well, I don't think it's a story. Now I'm like, well, maybe it's not a funny story. I don't know, it's funny. <laughs> I'm thinking, is there a story about when we picked the music? <laughs> well, funny might be overselling it. But you sent me you sent me all those different musics. You said, listen to this, listen to this, because we were trying to find something free, because we felt like free was important when you don't know how committed you are to continuing a podcast.
1: Right. We did not foolishly want to invest 100 no. Or, yeah, even thousands
0: of dollars and that thing, so no. Or we're not—we're still not ready to contact Joss Stone to see if we can use her stuff. Right. So right. anyway, but we had emailed, and so you sent me all those things, and I started listening to them on like GarageBand or whatever. And I was listening to them, and I was like, "Oh, this is good. This is good." And then I heard the broadcast news one, and it cracked me up because it was that serious. You know, we're about to lead in with some important information. And mm-hmm. so I emailed you and I said, You may think I'm crazy, but I kind of like broadcasting the news. And you emailed me back and said that one completely cracked you up.
1: It did. And I picked it actually the very first thing when I first started listening to the different little theme song snippet thing. And I looked over at David. He was like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> And I said, well, I think it's funny. It sounds like Anchorman.
0: Exactly. And so, see, that just to me, it just confirmed that we were, we were meant to be podcast partners because it equally amused both of us, whereas some people would think maybe, you know, it was too much of a stretch to use that kind of music.
1: Right, but it just feels right somehow,
0: doesn't it? It does. It feels like a good fit because I feel like we're <laughs> out here, you know, sharing important information.
1: Like, about TV and Capri Pants.
0: Yes, exactly. Which, did we talk about the... We talked about the Capri Pants. Yeah, we
1: talked about the Capri Pants,
0: and I saved that from yesterday.
1: Okay, I'm trying to... I cut out a whole lot of other stuff, but I saved that.
0: Well, that's good, because apparently there was a whole lot of stuff that needed cutting out. Once you get to about Wednesday in the TV week...
1: Uh, Once I made, like, my 55th cut in the... (laughs) In the, um... The file. I thought, you know, maybe better just to scrap it. Yeah, just go ahead and call that a day. I if, got a question today. Okay, um, well, hit us with it. Okay, but I can't remember who sent it to us. Okay, it was Sarah, and I can't remember the name of Sarah's blog.
0: Oh, I think Sarah sent it to me, too. Hold on, let me go to my mail.
1: Because I think, she wanted us to address what you do with about bare legs in the wintertime.
0: Yes, yes, I got that same question. Hold on, let me. I'll tell you what, my mind is like a vault. It is like a vault. That's... I'll tell you what. That is why I'm sticking with you cuz my mind is like an open vault where things freely <laughs> come and go. Um
1: I'm, I'm going to have to Hold on. I have got to change mind. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. I am um, I'm coming up on the Tennessee State. Well, no, I'm not. I know. I'm still in I'm in the northern part of Alabama, but it's it's gotten a little hilly. So I have to I have to be very, very careful here here in the foothills of the Smoky Mountains.
0: This is from Sarah. And, uh, Sarah doesn't have a ball. Okay, well,
1: I remember Sarah's last name, but I'm not going to say it. Yeah. That's, I, she probably wouldn't want me to. Yeah,
0: she and that's, she leads her full email address with her first and last name, and we probably won't right. hand that out. That probably wouldn't be for the fun right. Anyway, Sarah asks, she says, hey girls, in one of your podcasts, would you address the whole bare legs and winter issue? Um, to me, it's a bit awkward to wear a wool suit in the dead of winter with bare white legs and heels, but the alternative pantyhose are pretty much well dead, which is right pretty much true. Um, and really, she said that's better because she doesn't like to wear them, but she puts self-tanner on her winter white legs. She goes to church bare-legged and cold. She gets goosebumps, you know. So the question is, what do we do? What do you do about that? And then she said, do you wear pants to church or mm-hmm. do you wear boots? Mm. And, you know, what's your, what's your what do you do about the wintertime thing?
1: I usually, I, I, now that I think about it, I don't wear a skirt to church really, in the wintertime, unless I can get away with tights, mm-hmm. or away with boots. But if it's a wool suit, if it's a shorter skirt, then that does raise all kinds of bare-legged issues. I probably just wouldn't wear that suit, honestly.
0: Yeah, and see, I have to go with that. That would be my call. I mean, because I, I think you can get away, if you can find a real sheer nude hose, I think that you can do that. But I agree, I don't, right. think, they're, I don't think they're comfortable. You just no, make sure...
1: You know, I, don't you remember, like, I can remember in high school and college, if you went to a department store, there were hose everywhere. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. There, was, like, I mean, there were like
1: little hose sections. Yeah. And I, I, about, I don't know, it was probably six weeks ago, I was in my hometown and Mama sent me to the mall to pick up some hose. And I promised there were like three pairs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like nobody wears them anymore. And so I hadn't had a pair of hose on since, I, I mean, seriously, I haven't had a pair of hose on since probably 2002. Agree and so. With it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So I really would, I wear pants to church, and I just sort of skipped the whole bare-legged in the wintertime issue altogether. And the main reason why is because I could not abide to put my foot in a closed-toe shoe without something on. Oh, it's, no. Because it just feels I can't young. wear, I can't go barefooted in a like in pumps or anything like that. Oh, no. Mm-mm.
0: I'm with you. I can't either. And, you know, that
1: was really hard for
0: me because when I worked, Uh, I would wear pantsuits a lot, which pantsuits, that kind of makes me sound like I was wearing some kind of like a leisure jumpsuit type thing with a built-in
1: belt, that
0: that is not what I mean by pantsuits.
1: It makes me think that you had something like, where you have like a little bow with your neck. Yes, a a a Mm -hmm. pantsuit.
0: It was not really that kind of pantsuit, it was just, I'm talking about a suit, pants and a jacket. Um, right, But I would always, in the winter, I would always go through the dilemma of, because it really looked better with a pump, but I was like, do you, do you really want to go with knee highs? I think not.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? You, I, always, I love a trouser sock.
0: Yeah, I, the trouser sock will work if it's thin enough, but I think it's hard, because with the pants, and you know, and Gally and I've had this conversation, there is nothing uglier than a leg at the end of the day that has had a knee high wrapped around your calf <laughs> all day. <laughs> when you get that line... <laughs> that is ugly. Nobody. That is just ugly, right there.
1: That's not yeah. A good it is. Oh, mm-hmm. I've never thought about that, but that's a bad visual. Yeah. It's
0: yeah. See, it's kind of. So I never knew. So a lot of times. So I just got to where I'd wear. I'd wear boots. I mean, pretty much for me, winter time I wear boots. I just think that they're the best option. I love them. I think they look great with everything. And in fact, I need a really good pair of boots because. I don't want to talk bad about Nine West, but I'm about to talk bad about Nine West. I. Well, you better be careful, sister. Well, I know, but maybe they want to send me a free pair of boots to make up for it. Then they can, <laughs> because I bought a pair of black boots, Nine West boots, and granted, I did not buy them at the department store. I bought them at like DSW Shoe Warehouse or something. You know. If you, if you hear
1: a lot of a lot of racket right now, I'm <laughs> <laughs> alongside an eighteen wheeler that's carrying some sort of plastic. <laughs> There's a good bit of rattling going on. Um,
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm okay, sorry. No, that's okay. Um. Anyway, i I oh, my Nine West boots. So, anyway, i would had them for not even a year. And last winter, I went to zip them up one day. And thankfully, it was at the end of winter because it was pretty much time for them to be done anyway. But I went to zip them up, and my whole, like, my, the whole, the, the boot part separated from the zipper part. It ripped.
1: Oh, my word. I know.
0: Oh, I know, and I was not yanking on, because you see now y'all may have visions of me yanking on that zipper, and I mm-hmm. wasn't. I was just, I was pulling it up, and that's what happened. Well, did you take them back? No, because I don't, i had them for like a year. I didn't have a receipt or anything, uh... you know, so i had had them, you know how you hit that period where you've had them long enough that you can't really take yeah. them back, but at the same time, you know that you did not get near the amount of wear. So now I'm back in the same dilemma where I have to buy a new pair of black boots this year.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, you know, I've, I've written before about the, um, the the problem I have with my calves and that they're they're abnormally large. Yes. And so <laughs> my, um, I I'm just, you know, that's just, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. And you have to face these things sometimes. Okay, well. And so my sister and I have a horrible time with bigs because we get very pickled on because half the time, unless there's some give in that leather, we're not going to be able to zip them. Yeah. We're just not. Yeah. We're just not, and so I find a lot of times for me a cheap boot is really a, a, a fine option. Like a Payless boot will mm-hmm. go over my calf like a charm. Mm-hmm. And so... Because um, <laughs> it has think, lots of stretch. Are you saying because vinyl has a lot of stretch? Because vinyl will give and, and, and in ways that leather will not. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyway, but I do, I love boots too. I just, I don't know what i wear in the wintertime. Honestly, I can't even think of what my shoes look like. But well, I guess I do. I guess I wear boots and... yeah. I, I don't know. I wear, I wear sandals as long as
0: I can. Yeah, but I, I like to transition. Now, I do have cowboy boots. And see, I'll wear cowboy boots a lot with my jeans. But, of course, that's not really going to help you out for church. Although, I will say that at my church, I could wear jeans and cowboy boots to church, and nobody would think twice about it.
1: I could,
0: too. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, hear me? No, you disappeared for a minute.
1: Are you Oh, uh, well... We lost several seconds of just audio treasure.
0: (laughs) It was no telling. It was it was like those what are the phone commercials where you get the drop call where I was like saying something and I was like, Well gosh, she that just bombed. She didn't think anything about that was interesting. (laughs) It's like just stunned silence. I don't even know what I said, but I thought, Boy, so, did not that did not appeal to her at all? She didn't even have a uh huh with that. I don't need lots of praise, but just kind of like a uh huh, yeah. Just a little affirmation. Yeah, just I hear what you're saying. You know, whatever. Now I'm just sick because I'm trying to find some sweet girl emailed us, and I cannot find the email to save my life. I've been sitting here looking at it, but she was 13. So, if you're listening to this, I know that it was you. She was 13, but she asked a question. She said that she likes to read historical fiction in her spare time. And she wanted to know what we like to do in our spare time. So, would well, you like to answer? What do you like to do in your
1: spare time? Well, I hate to say it, but it's not to read historical fiction. No, me neither. Um, you know, I struggle with history. I struggle with <laughs> things that take place in the past.
0: Because they're really not that interesting because they already happened.
1: Well, they did, and, you know, I just, all I can focus on, really, if I'm reading, like, you know, something that's got some sort of historical context, I can really get all caught up in the fact that wherever those people are, they don't have air conditioning. <laughs> and then I, I start to worry, you know, I start to think about how hot they must have been. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had to wear all those clothes, and they must have been burning up, and then, you know, what did you do, and then how did you wash your clothes if you didn't have the electricity, you know, to use a washing machine? How did you ever get them... Clean enough, and yeah. you know, they couldn't have 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 been clean because, of course, there was no air conditioning, so they had to have gotten very hot. And I, I just, I get all bogged down in the in the lack of convenience, you know, and yes. it, it, it it makes me nervous.
0: Yes, I agree because you know what book I read that everybody has raved about and people said that they loved, and actually Tony from abroad in Athens, back when she used to actually still blog. I know write. I miss her. I know I miss her too. It makes me so sad and I always hope for an update and she's probably too busy. I bet she's not listening to our podcast because she's very I smart. Think- well, she's very smart.
1: I know, not to yes, say yes, that if smart. you are
0: listening, you're not smart. <laughs> 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 I thought that was certainly the implication. No, because I'm just saying. But Tony,
1: to me, seems she's very... Well, never mind. I'm just digging myself. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's like it would take Tony a long time to write a post because she has so much to think through. Yeah. As opposed to me that's sort of like, hmm, chicken. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll write
0: about chicken. And her vocabulary was so extensive that I could see her mulling over a post thinking I, yeah. I have so many different vocabulary words I could use to convey this feeling. <laughs> That I need right. to, whereas I can just say I'm happy, I'm happy, and that's, that's as good as I get.
1: Tony always had good verbs. She had very good active verbs. Yes. Never any passive voice like me, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, um, no. yeah, I think miss Tony. I know, anyway. but
0: anyway, but she had, one time she wrote a post a long time ago about her favorite books, and one of her favorite books was Outlander by Diana Gabaldon, and somebody else had told me about it. I don't know if I'm saying that last name right, but... But it's historical fiction, and I bought it. And first of all, I was totally thrown off because I am not kidding when I tell you it was like a thousand and twenty pages of small, oh. small print. I mean, like oh. it, it was a commitment, and I just—it's uh-huh. hard for me to make that kind of commitment. But I wanted to read it, but it was all based in like, ye olden days of Scotland or something. I don't even remember oh. some long time ago. Like I mean, like like Braveheart type days. You know, like long time. And I just, I couldn't get past, because I was like, you know, it's a good story, and it's a good love story, but I would like it a lot better. It just stressed me out the whole time that it was set in these castles, and I couldn't really understand. And a lot of times it would use the dialect. And, I mean, it was a really good story, but I thought it would, I would like it a lot better if, I don't know, maybe it was set in New York, which probably
1: would. Right. In in the 19, (laughs) in the early 1990s in somebody's (laughs) penthouse. Yes, but that would probably defeat the purpose. And if they weren't, if they were a fashion designer.
0: Yes, because the only time, the only olden times I really like, like I, I do like the Little House on the Prairie, that mm-hmm. type, that period of time, I can watch something on TV and that kind of interests me. But I can't.
1: I oh, can't do really? it. I cannot know. Oh, because okay. all I can think about is how they had to churn butter. Yeah. And they had to go and get the, you know, like water from the meal or something. And that so, where you know they had to get wheat from the meal and <laughs> water from the well. <laughs> <laughs> there was just water really and well stuff everywhere. Uh-huh. Historical details. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh-uh, and those hot dresses and, and, and no lights. And they would read by the candles and, yeah. you know, the books catch on fire. And I just, oh, it just makes me so nervous. I know. And I couldn't watch The Bachelor either, which, that's a tragedy. <laughs> So, no, they did for TV.
0: And I just think, what did you do with your time? I know. You sat around and told stories. You sat around and told limericks and played the violin. That's what they did on the mm. house on the prairie. I pretty much do podcast and blog in my spare time.
1: Me me and you both. Yeah, that's about if all the have, spare time I have. And if I have a lot, I mean, like if I have, you know, like a big wide open afternoon, I love to cook. I really do. I just haven't yeah. done it much lately. Because, honestly, the... the um the blog is sort of turned into a, it just takes a it's gotten to where it takes a lot of time and I'm not complaining about that because I love it. But it takes a lot of time. So when I, when I do tend to have some extra time, like if Alex is, you know, taking a nap or having rest time or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's usually going to be blogging. And then with the podcast, now even like, you know, and that's, that takes us usually an afternoon or a night to record it, and then that's an afternoon or a night to edit it, and so. And then an know. afternoon
0: and a night to re-record it because we didn't like what exactly. we just talked so, about it the first time.
1: Have very little, very little spare time. It's a three-day um, commitment. What? What was that last thing you said? I said it's
0: a three-day commitment to get the podcast. It really broadcast. is. It's it's a lot of work to produce this kind of material. But, yeah, yeah, I'd say spare time, my spare time. Because to me, the blog now for me is, and I know this is this is totally self-imposed pressure, but it's my personality, is if I, uh-huh. don't, if I don't have a post ready to go up for the next day or at least the beginnings of a post, I start to feel stressed. So if I have spare uh-huh. time, then that's what I work on. So, But I enjoy it. I mean, it's not like I a, see. so that's kind of my go-to. That's what I'd rather be doing if I have a
1: few minutes to myself. That's what I do. Well, as I always like to remind David, he's the one who, you know, almost two years ago said,
0: Maybe you should find a hobby. Yeah. So there you have it. Well, it's like, you know, Perry used to always tell me, he was like, when are you going to write that book you've always been talking about? And that's kind of why I started the blog, because I thought, well, maybe if I write, eventually I could maybe turn it into a book, which now I'm perfectly happy with the blog because it just, it's a lot less commitment than a book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind saying I'll never write a book.
0: I don't know that I ever would. I mean, I don't know. It's, it appeals to me on some level, but I just, but it certainly wouldn't be a fiction book because I'm not going to come up with a plot line. I mean, that's I can already tell you. There's there's no way to resolve uh, it. Start something out, have characters that go through some kind of drama, and then, and obviously, neither one of us would ever write historical fiction.
1: No, <laughs> I say that's no. I would bet. really. I could never write. I mean, any any fiction. One reason why I would never write fiction is because any. Any fiction book I ever read would be about southern people mm-hmm. um, who probably lived in Alabama and had some relatives in Mississippi and Tennessee, and um, that's about the extent of my imagination.
0: Uh-huh. It would be loosely based on real life.
1: <laughs> loosely. Loosely based on my life.
0: Uh, okay, so then this kind of leads us into it. one, I guess we have one more question here that we can answer today, and it's from Ann at... um Anne with an E which I appreciate mm-hmm. that because that was originally my mate, um, that was my middle name before I got married which I guess technically, I yeah Anne with an E um, anyway she uh, she asked if there was anything professional or otherwise that we've had a hankering for that we were that remains unrealized mm. I think that's a very good question it is a good question I'm not sure what my answer is <laughs> <laughs> I mean my answer is yes but I don't know how to put that into any kind of succinct answer. Do you have an answer? Uh,
1: I, mean, I, mean, I mean, I you know, I've never really been ambitious. No. But, <laughs> um, I've, I've never been particularly ambitious. But I will say, um, you know, I think that, I, see, I feel like I can't answer. I mean, I feel like I know the answer to the question, but I feel like I can't answer the question. Yeah. And. I- yeah. And I think that you're the same way. Mhm. Yeah. Kinda. That's true.
0: Well, I mean, I think ultimately the podcast it really shows that what we're hoping for is a vast media empire. Like I said right. last week. That's how we're in broadcasting. And that's really what we're that's really what we're hoping for here is a vast media empire.
1: Um, yeah, I'd like to be on the news. Mm-hmm. Um no, I think that there are I think probably in the last to be real honest, I think probably in the last year or so. I have had, um, you know, some ideas about different things that have sort of come out of the blog. And I think that, um, you know, I, that those things are on the way to happen. And I, yeah. you know, I think that had those things, could it be any more cryptic? Could I be any more vague? <laughs> I'm talking about some stuff that has to do with some
0: things. <laughs> some things. That might I'm have to do with the future. <laughs>
1: But that, yes, uh huh. Mm-hmm. And so it had to do with some words. Yes. um, I feel like that poor girl in the Miss, Miss North Carolina team with Apex. With the Iraq, the problem is that people don't have maps
0: in the Iraq and the South Africa. And in uh-huh. South Africa. For me, I think my goal, I think, and really it's the culmination, the culmination of. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> I know. I just came up with that. I think it's that for me I always felt like I there was something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know what that was, but I knew that I had not found whatever my passion was in life I had yet to Bye. I mean I know it's hard to believe that selling pharmaceuticals was not my passion but I, mean, I, I will say I spent years sitting in meetings where people would talk about the metabolism of seaport p four fifty and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, and they were so passionate about it and so excited, and I would sit there thinking, seriously, y'all care about this, because I'm about (laughs) to take a nap, like, I don't care, like, I just wrote my name, yes, yes, and like, when I was going, you know, I'd go into doctor's offices, and I'd be like, well, doctor, the reason you want to write blah, blah is because it does this, and his nurse would be like, those are really cute boots, and I'd be like, I know, aren't they so cute, I got them at Dillard's, (laughs) and da, 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 and I was so much more passionate about that, so much more, which I can't imagine why I wasn't one of the top sellers of my entire company. <laughs> <But> <laughs> all right. I don't know what I'm we're doing right. there. But, yeah, so I think it's just in life, just figuring what it is that you want to do and, and, and doing it. Because as, as much as I love being a wife and a mama, I knew that there was something else I felt like I wanted to do. And like Soph said, I think that we're starting to see maybe all of that come, um, come to be, which will become more evident in the next little bit of time.
1: Certainly, when we we can be specific, we will be. <laughs> yes, we will. Okay.
0: Um, my friend Connie at Smockety Frocks. Yes, I love that blog name, by the way. I know, I think it's so cute.
1: Um, Her blog's really cute, too. If you've never seen it, it's a darling blog. Yeah,
0: it is. Now, I've gone over there because the name, it lured me in. It's A good blog name when it's short and sweet. I would agree with that because nobody, you don't want to say I was reading it, you know, the heavens opened and the angels came down.com. dot <laughs> 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 just it doesn't
1: roll off the tongue it doesn't oh god Jesus he is my shield and my strength and I will praise him forevermore <laughs> oh that may want to be more like a tagline
0: oh god oh, I'm very tickled which is not good when it's driving at high rates of speed and talking and recording a podcast you have a lot going on for being on the road um, uh, now, um, and on that note, it does make me laugh because thinking about taglines, it reminds me of, I wonder what the implications would be of using the Bible verse. Because, you know, Hype, my friend Hype, who's kind of a marketing guru, he was always on me when I on my blog, which I don't know if it's going to be back on there because I'm still waiting to see what my new design is going to look like. But I used to have that quote from Watermark, and he used mm-hmm. to always say I couldn't use that because if I ever wanted to make Big Mama T-shirts... That nobody, you know, I couldn't use that quote because I wouldn't have the rights to it, you know. And right. there was a lot of flaws with that because number one, I don't really know a lot of women that are going to wear a T-shirt that says "Big Mama" on it. It's just right. <laughs> not really. Right. It's not catchy. It's not like you know, I don't know, something else. But Big Mama isn't going right. to But I wonder. And if, like me, you yeah. can't go
1: with the abbreviation either.
0: No, B Mama.
1: No, or B M. That works.
0: Nobody, work. no, nobody wants that. No, B M. So, the tenderness uh, of God is trolling in our
1: living, living room tonight.
0: That's right. You can't put that on a T-shirt because Christy uh-uh. Noggles, even though she is, you
1: know, one of our BFFs,
0: she might still want to sue me for that.
1: I really think that if she, knew, if, if she had any idea, like how I have thought about their family and what they do, and like mm-hmm. I saw a CD yesterday that her husband had produced, and I I wonder how she's doing. Yeah. I think she would I think she'd be scared. <laughs>
0: well, you know, my sister actually knows she and her husband. Why have you never told me Well, dear? I don't know because, well, it's. I mean, because I, I mean, they would know. I'm sure her husband, for sure, would still know. My sister's name is Amy. I'm sure that he would still know her to this day because he used to sing. He and Charlie Hall, Nathan and Charlie Hall, yeah. were from Oklahoma City, which is where my sister grew up. Well, she that's where she went to high school, and so she was real involved, and so she like knew them and hung out with them, and like hung out with Christy and all of them back before they were Watermark or famous or anything. But that's wow. been, like, I know that's been like 10 years ago, but I mean, she used to but, do
1: stuff with them all the time. I see, know. and I, I've never told this story on the blog, but when they had their last baby, and I'm not going to say who, yeah. but somebody who reads my blog, who has connections to them was kind enough to, to email me their um, email birth announcement for their child. <gasps> oh. And I can't, I mean, you know, I, I think I squealed when I opened the email. Oh, absolutely. Because you know? mm-hmm, that's a lot so, of excitement. I mean, it, it, it kind of made my whole week. Mm-hmm. Well, she's
0: just darling. And you talk about good uh, hair. She's got some oh, good hair. Oh, hair. Ah, uh, good
1: hair right there. And good highlights. Mm-hmm. Oh, she always has good highlights. And yeah. I, her hair. Oh, my goodness. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. So, so what was our question? From well, coffee? I don't know
0: if we can go from Chrissy Knuckles to this question. But anyway, it was, it was, would for future broadcasts, would you think about discussing what on earth happened with Renee Zellweger and Kenny Chesney? What was up with that two week marriage? She needs an explanation. I don't really know that I have an explanation, but I do think it's a good question because I think I, you know, I don't know what I think about it, but pretty much two week marriages in general aren't really a good idea.
1: That's yeah, you fun. know, and I would think too if you would, like, you know, if you're on the road for three quarters of a year or whatever, I would think it would be very, very hard. I mean, the first, the first year of marriage is difficult, I, you know, I think. I mean, well, yeah. maybe not for everybody, but it was for us.
0: Well, I and mean, so, I threw a phone. I wrote about that on the blog, so obviously it wasn't, right. it and wasn't I, a
1: cakewalk for me. Mm-hmm. Remember, the, I told you the story about when David and I had the argument <laughs> over the tortilla chips. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, though, you know, you, you wouldn't have, if you were on the road, You just it would be impossible to sort of settle in and settle down. And, you know, there's no semblance of normalcy there. And yeah. so... Anyway, I don't know, I don't know anything about the details of what happened, but it makes me, it always makes me very sad, because I always get so excited for people when they're getting married, and it always makes me very sad to find out that it didn't it did work out. Like, I have grieved over Jenna Fisher from the office, yes. divorcing her husband. Yes,
0: because I think it's so sad, because I think that it's like you hit that, like the, you know, she's at the top of her career, and then to have your mm-hmm. personal life, because I think that all of a sudden, then it probably doesn't matter as much that you're at the
1: top of your career. Right. I know, it's kind of a downer. I think you're right. I felt the same way when, when um, Jennifer Garner broke up with, with Scott Foley.
0: Yeah, uh-huh, exactly, because you think, you know, here you've, you're Sydney Bristow, you're so cool and you get to wear these fab outfits, but your personal life's falling apart. But I think Hollywood would be a hard place, I don't think you can really maintain. I think it, right. you almost have to remove yourself from it, maybe like Ashton and Demi.
1: Right, mm-hmm. well, yes, <laughs> and yeah, they should be our role models in, in everything. They really should. But I will say David has always contended that it would, it would be very difficult for a man to see his wife sort of shoot into the stratosphere, or either fame-wise or career-wise or whatever if the same thing was not happening to him. Yes. You know, that would be rough on a man. If though. you
0: share a career. Right. Yeah, which is probably why it's best that David is not trying to run his own vast media empire.
1: Well, you know, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I can't even imagine the, the, um, <laughs> the, competition. the level of competition. I asked him one time, I'm like, why don't you start a blog? And okay. he's like, because I'd have to write. <laughs> See,
0: so. That's exactly what Perry said. Because I said, you could start a hunting blog and talk about mm-hmm. hunting and fishing and all that. And then he asked me if I was going to write it for him. And so, no, right. I'm not, because I don't really know anything about that. And it would say stuff like, this gun shoots real good. <laughs> And, and most NRA aficionados would not really find that appealing,
1: right? Uh huh. David just said, you know, that I overestimated um, his abil- his desire, in particular, to want to share. <laughs> so, anyway. uh, well, and I don't think he's going to have a blog, or, a, or he does love to listen to podcasts, but he does not have any desire to to host one himself that I know of. Okay. Okay. But if he does, I will lay this one down. I will I will, I will, will set mm-hmm. it aside.
0: Yeah, and let him run with his media empire.
1: Mm-hmm, that's yeah. exactly right. Okay, all right. Well? Well, surely to goodness, we've got some stuff that we can put in place of our um, plotting through the fall television schedule. That's what
0: I'm thinking. And we didn't even end up really talking about TV, but I guess that's fine. We can talk about it later on. We can talk about Jane Seymour and how she dances after we've actually seen it. Right, how mm-hmm. she dances at 885. <laughs> Exactly, because she is about 85. So, but she looks good. She looks good for 85. She does,
1: she does. For having those twins at seventy, she looks (laughs) fresh. She looks fresh as a daisy. You know what I think I really do think of her as being so much older than she actually is? It's because when I was, you know, like seven or eight and that whole Dallas Cowboy Cheerleaders movie thing came out. Yeah. To me, she was, like, the epitome of sophistication. Like, I thought she was a grown woman. And she was probably really in her 20s at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, because what is she really? I mean, seriously, she's probably, about 55 maybe. But to me, like, at the time, she was a lady. Yes. And so now I think, well, good grief, she's been around forever. I know. She has to be at least 90.
0: Yeah, I know. That's what it seems like. That's why I keep thinking when she was with
1: Dancing with the Stars, I thought, well, I hope she doesn't break a hip. So. Oh, and you know what I have in my purse, but I can't open it? What? Martha sent me in the mail oh. all the New York information. <gasps> oh, she in the
0: mail, so she didn't want to try the email.
1: I haven't opened it yet because it's, it, it's a little intimidating. It's very thick. Okay. So maybe I can open that over the weekend, and that, we can certainly talk about that. I know there's a note in there that says, love, Martha, and then in quotation marks, Marty.
0: Oh, perfect. Oh, that's great because I love the quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Because, you know, that's I told you about my great aunt and uncle that send me $5 every Christmas. They always uh-huh. sign the card, love, Joe, and Fina, Jordina. <laughs> but then in quotes underneath, they say, Uncle Joe and Aunt Fina, like I might not be sure who that is. It's who they are. Mm-hmm, like I might have forgotten. Because they're, they're speaking at 85, they're every bit of it. So, when they've been in mm-hmm. my life always. So, like, but I might forget. So, good thing in quotes they put uncle joe and aunt Fina, because otherwise i wouldn't have a clue
1: hey I'm, I'm about to pull off the interstate because if i don't get some light what is it two o'clock yes, i'm you gonna need to um, eat well i don't need to eat yeah. necessarily <laughs> but i want to well stop so, and get yourself something to eat and we can just I think I'm gonna go. hold on i'm gonna go there everything so far down the road good grief is there a silent- I would say it's in a a poor choice. Like the closest restaurant. Now, I'm going to get back on the interstate. The closest restaurant is like two miles down the road. No, oh, no. You don't want to get that far off the interstate. Can you hear me? Hear it? Yeah. There you go. Yep. That's, some, that's some Toyota power that right there. That is some power. You're not playing around with that. No, ma'am. All right. I'll have to stop somewhere else.
0: Well, so we okay. want to tell everybody. Okay, that's it. This is another week. And y'all send in the questions because they're so much fun. We love answering them. And really, I don't, I'm not real sure what we'd talk about if we didn't have questions to answer. <laughs>
1: So, I know, apparently it would be the fall TV schedule, and we saw how well that went And that didn't work at
0: all. But of course, next week we want to hear about Deeper Still, and we want to know if you had a good time.
1: Oh, I know, I know, and I'm sure I will. And I, um, I am, I guess I'm going to go down there as soon as I get to Nashville because, yeah, you know, apparently people don't play around about okay. those general admission seats. No, you got to get there early. No mess up. So I've got to
0: go getting this wrong. Okay, well, you have to because we want to make sure that Beth spots you from across the room
1: this is true. I don't think that's going to happen, but you know. Well,
0: you never can tell. You just never can no. tell. Okay,
1: All right. we'll go get Caroline.
0: Alright, y'all have a good week.
1: Alright, see y'all later. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh no, 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 no. no.
0: Okay, alright, because remember she'd asked. Didn't she ask if y'all had the email?
1: If David had the email. Okay, yeah. If he could get the email. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Hey. I'm choking. It's (laughs) all Driving down the mountain on my phone, doing a podcast. That's a first. (laughs) Oh, God. With my eyes closed. Coming way down the
0: mountain. Yep, driving 80 down I-65. That's just safe. (laughs) It is safe. I hope you make it to see Beth.